Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 128 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for teaching us more of your ways. Help us learn more of you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what's happening in Mark chapter 11. We read about the first Palm Sunday. The verses that stood out to me today were the ones where the people were worshiping Jesus in the streets. They were unabashedly praising him. Verse 9 says, And those who went before and those who followed cried out with a cry of happiness, Hosanna, praised and blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. These people had been waiting for the Messiah. They continued in the law of Moses, but as we know, it wasn't complete. It didn't allow them the closeness they desired or needed. And now they cried out with happiness to worship Jesus, most likely in a bit of desperation. Their waiting was coming to an end and they saw the Messiah face to face. Imagine their pure delight. Their pain and suffering was about to end, at least the pain and suffering in their soul. Let us be thankful we can read about this momentous event and worship Jesus as they did so long ago. Sometimes I think I need a little more desperation for the Lord in my spirit. Well, verse 24 is full of wisdom and says, For this reason I am telling you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe, trust, and be confident that it is granted to you and you will get it. Belief. We don't put enough emphasis on this word these days. There is nothing God cannot do, so let us believe in his power, even though we may doubt our own. We start the last chapter of Hebrews today, chapter 13. It is packed full of wisdom. Take your time reading it and see how many nuggets of wisdom you can glean. In verse 8, he writes, Be satisfied with your present circumstances and with what you have. For he, God himself, has said, I will not in any way fail you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support. I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake, nor let you down. Relax my hold on you. Assuredly not. Three times we are promised the Lord will not leave us, forsake us, or let us down. Three times. This is also found in Joshua chapter 1, verse 5, which says, No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. Well, these are promises from God that we can stand on today. I encourage you to write these down on note cards and keep them with you whenever you need a bit more encouragement or you just need your spirit lifted. Verse 15 says, Through him, therefore, let us constantly and at all times offer up to God a sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of lips that thankfully acknowledge and confess and glorify his name. Notice this verse starts out with, Through him, there is little we can do on our own. And praise is even one of those things when we are suffering. Let us ask God for whatever we need to be seen as righteous in his sight. Lastly, the writer prays that God will strengthen, complete, perfect, and make you what you ought to be and equip you with everything good that you may carry out his will while he himself works in you and accomplishes that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, the Messiah, to whom be the glory forever and ever to the ages of the ages. Amen. So be it. The Lord does it all, my friends. He strengthens us. He equips us. He does a work in us. And he accomplishes the good work in us for his glory. Let us praise him for all he does and all he will do in us and in the world. Well, let's see what's happening in 1 Samuel chapter 23. First, David is told of the Philistines going after the town Keilah. So he asks God if he should help them. God told him yes. 
He gathered his reluctant troops and they were victorious because God was with them. Then there is a bit of a cat and mouse game going on between David and Saul. Saul hears David is at Keilah, so he prepares to go and overtake him there. But David hears he's coming and he and his men get away. Saul is told where they are and pursues them up the mountain. However, the Philistines are waging a war that Saul needs to tend to when he is called away from his personal vendetta against David. Interestingly, Jonathan and David meet again, and Jonathan tells David not to worry because he is to be king. Both he and his father Saul know it. Unfortunately, Saul does not give up the hunt for David. Imagine being on the run in the wilderness from the king when you are the one who is supposed to be king. David ran from him for years because he did not want to raise a sword against the man anointed to reign, even when the anointing was gone. In chapter 24, we see David's commitment to not hurting Saul. David and his men were in a cave, and Saul went in that cave to relieve himself. Instead of killing him, as his men suggested, David cut part of Saul's robe off. He even felt badly for doing that. But then he went after Saul to show him that he meant him no harm. He bowed to him and told him he could have killed him, but didn't, and he had no plans of doing so. Saul saw that he was true, and they entered into an oath together. Saul asked him to swear to him that he would not cut off his descendants and not destroy his name, and David agreed. Psalm 128 is another psalm of ascent and was sung on the ninth step leading up to the temple. It is also a very short one and sounds much like a beatitude that Jesus would have delivered in his Sermon on the Mount. Verse 1 says, Blessed. Happy, fortunate to be envied is everyone who fears, reveres, and worships the Lord, who walks in his ways and lives according to his commandments. Yes, the Lord is to be revered and worshipped. According to the psalmist, when we do that, our families are blessed. Our work is blessed. Our children are blessed. Verse 4 says, Behold, thus shall the man be blessed who reverently and worshipfully fears the Lord. Let us worship God and let us pray. O Lord, Turn our hearts to worship today. May your praise be in our hearts and on our lips. You are great and greatly to be praised. May our praise and reverence be acceptable to you, O God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.